to Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast. My name is Susanna Rantanen, and this podcast is sponsored by Employee Experience Agency, Emine. Hey, the war for talent is on, but this time we're talking about the digital talent. And if you aren't sure what a digital talent is, uh, check out the episode 24 from last week. Uh, you can find it at modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast24. There you can have a, a few a summary or, you know, if you didn't listen to that podcast episode, listen to the entire episode to learn more about the most sought after talents of the digital era, the digital talents. In this episode of Building a Modern Employer Brand Podcast, I want to talk to you about how growth business becomes a talent magnet. This is not terminology that I created. Uh, those are words, talent magnet is, uh, those are words that I picked up from a book by the same name, written and published by an author called Mark Miller. If this book is not familiar to you, I'll post a link uh for uh, Amazon webshop for this book so you can find or uh, I'll actually post also a YouTube video that I recently found uh, about this talent magnet book uh, so you can also check that out. This is not any way a commercial uh, collaboration or anything. I do not know Mark Miller. Uh, I bought that book uh, with my own money and he has no idea that I'm talking about this book on this episode. Uh, I probably came across uh, with this book, Mark Miller, on some podcast uh, when the book was published a couple of years ago, I think. It was, uh, it was a while ago, so I don't remember anymore where exactly. But as a result of hearing uh, his interview on that podcast, I went ahead and bought that book myself to learn more. Uh, I remember at the time that uh, with um, uh, not just one, but uh, a couple of customers that we'd been discussing and talking about, like, how on earth to change this uh, situation where, you know, you desperately need to hire a lot of new talent, but the talents that you need, that you would want to hire, are just so um, sought after that uh, it just seems like impossible to, to um, succeed in that war for talent. So as a, I, I, I read that book, and uh, while I must admit, the way the book has been written, um, it made it pretty unappealing read for me. The story in the book is, um, you know, I was kind of yearning, like, let's get to the point. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I can't personally recommend that story, but uh, the findings um, it, that Mark Miller and, and, and uh, you know, the group that he was working with uh, found out based on a study that they did uh, in, I think, in States, um, you know, the findings were so interesting and the key messages of that book are brilliant and very eye-opening. And for that reason, I can, you know, recommend it. But, uh, you know, um, if you're like me, the you know, don't worry about the um, storyline. Just, uh, I kind of skipped through it and enjoyed the actual 
findings and the key messages. So uh, in his words, Talent Magnet is an organization that is able to attract and pull in talent. Uh, sort of, um, he uses actually the same kind of um, ideas when we talk about like a real magnet that, uh, you know, you know, always in a magnet that you have the part that is pulling and the part uh, that is kind of going towards that magnet. So he uh, uses this kind of same logic when he talks about a company that becomes a talent magnet, that there are certain characteristics in that company that uh, makes it as a magnet for talents and 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 so the talents kind of start to to like pull in to the direction of the company. So uh, you know this goes beyond employer branding and marketing because it really touches the leadership culture and the values of the organization. It touches you know uh, beyond what you do today, beyond like uh, uh, delivering a customer promise, more towards like the purpose and the mission and the vision. It really pinpoints what all businesses I think should focus on, you know, building and maintaining uh, in terms of like the organization, if they suffer from the for, for war for talent, and if they struggle even as a business for that reason. And the whole concept of modern employer brand is based on this, this idea that uh, it is the leadership culture, it is the strategic business culture, uh, is uh, like the real values deriving from the strategy, the customer promise and the employee experiences that actually uh, you know, make up the uh, foundation for a modern employer brand. Um, uh, I just find so many uh, found so many similarities between, you know, uh, Mark Miller's findings and his key messages that that I was really drawn to um, to, to this the, the, the concept of talent magnet. All my career, nearly uh, twenty years now, I've been working either in house or as a consultant for growth businesses and within the sort of HR, recruitment, recruitment marketing, employer branding and developing of company culture, the leadership culture. So these, you know, these topics are very near to my heart and this this is what I've always been working with. And um, what is common between, you know, the first half of my career when I worked in-house and then the second half of my career so far that I've worked as a consultant, as an entrepreneur and a consultant for growth businesses, that what is common between, you know, those all, all of these companies that I work for are that they all these organizations have suffered from this war for talent that they desperately need. And some of these organizations have taken it so seriously that they've started to actually develop a leadership culture and employee experiences in a way that has turn them into this these talent magnets of their own and uh, how wonderful it has been then to to help them to expand you know the existing you know the the, the groundwork and and their stories and and those amazing employee experiences and help them to make their world to know more about who they are and what what they represent in order to improve their appeal as a as a place of work, as a modern place of work. And the modern employer branding method that I developed truly leads into growth businesses becoming these talent magnets, Mark Miller's words, and eminent places to work. But everything needs to start from the core because no words or no marketing gizmos really turn a... Um, 
faulty or even a rotten core into something, you know, beautiful and everlasting. And that core is the leadership culture. So when an organization places emphasis on their strategic leadership culture, it in fact builds this foundation for a solid house that has every opportunity to become a castle of the neighborhood. I've uh, talked a lot about, uh, you know, the differences between what I call the fun culture and the le- uh, the strategic leadership culture. And I've actually blocked about this earlier. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to link that blog article into the uh, show notes article of this podcast episode so that uh, you can go back and have a look what's the difference between what I call fun culture and a strategic culture. And of course, the, the show notes article is modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast two five. So everything, you know, the core, the foundation is that leadership culture. So last week, I explained in much more detail what, in my opinion, makes a digital talent, this sought after brilliant talent of the digital era. But just in case you forgot or you did not listen to last week's episode, I'm just going to summarize it. Mm -hmm. So the digital talent is not just a tech talent or uh, like a UX designer or any kind of digital marketeer uh, only. So in my opinion, when I use the words digital talents, I summarize all professions that are in demand now in this new digital era. And some of these uh, professions are completely new to this era, that they just didn't even exist before. But then there are also professions that have been sort of um, altered or changed to, or, you know, to meet the demands of the digital world. So uh, traditional uh, professions such as customer services or accountants or recruiters or, you know, salespeople, many, many more, have their, like, pre-digitalization versions that are becoming, you know, outdated. Uh, And then there are the digital era versions that are in so much more demand. But the problem here is that there are just not that many talents yet who have updated their market value by putting in those personal hours often required to learn these new skills and to kind of reinvent themselves as digital talents. So the war for digital talent is so fierce because all businesses that plan to survive and thrive now and in the future are looking to hire these digital talents. People who are joining their organizations to develop these functions, you know, from traditional to digital, who are joining their organizations to set an example to others how to, you know, reinvent themselves uh, as digital uh, era professional uh, professionals, digital talents, you know, they are expected to teach others new skills, you know, help them to convert the traditional processes in recruiting or in hiring, marketing, sales, or in, you know, in financial departments, customer services, services, and, and so on, into what are, you know, required in the digital era. So all these people are digital talents. They're, so they're not just your software developers and digital marketers. They're like from all trades. They're you and me. They're, you know, all professions that uh, can exist and reinvent themselves to support the needs uh, and, and expectations of the digital era. 
But the challenge is that there are still a very limited number of talents like this. So that's why the war for the digital talent is so hugely fierce. And every transitioning business needs these digital talents. And every transitioning business is competing, not just you know, with the actual uh, digital businesses or the other similar traditional businesses, but they are also uh, competing with any industry that is going through or any business that is going through their digital transformation about these same few talents. So the question is, how is your business going to win this war for this digital talent? And uh, Mark Miller's answer is by becoming a talent magnet. And I um, applaud that answer. I like that answer. I find it logical. I find it sense-making. I find it believable. I feel it. I'm not sure if you follow the... uh, Human Capital Trends report by Deloitte. Uh, It's an annual report. Last year, uh, it indicated that a top talent to be someone who is able to independently transform, adapt to, develop their competencies, their skills, and understand this new world. Uh, Someone who is able to apply what they knew before and what they experienced before into what is needed now and in the future. And who is also capable of acting like swiftly in, um, you know, many different kinds of teams and groups and parties, even in very versatile roles. And, uh, you know, transfer either permanently or temporary even to a new location for work to help their employer or customer to, you know, transport transform their business. So um, I bet when you, you know, listen to that, when you, you know, taste that, you you feel overwhelmed. It just feels like there's so um, much expectations for us as individuals in the workplace than ever before. But at the same time, I feel that, you know, uh, as individuals can take, uh, we can take on all this. If we find it appealing, it can be very empowering and exciting uh, to be able to, um, you know, take the ownership of your career, of your, you know, professional market value and sort of drive your career because there's so there's so much that we can do independently these days uh, that uh, will make us more appealing as talents. These talents that uh, also the Deloitte uh, report is sort of describing, these are the talents that the talent magnets companies are looking for. So according to Mark Miller's study, a talent magnet is a business that continuously attracts and pulls in, in their proximity, their best talent, their top talents. Those talents that they need to hire or would very much like to hire. So when we talk about, you know, the top talent, it is not uh, a universal, a top talent isn't like a universal profile. You know, my top talent to my business is probably very different than a top talent to your business. So I think it's very important to, to um, you know, realize that even if we were all looking for top talents, we're not looking 
for exactly the same people. But what all these top talents share today, the digital top talents, are those you know, capabilities uh, that I mentioned earlier. So based on uh, Mark Miller, you become a talent magnet through developing and man- maintaining consistently three key elements that have been found to be what top talents expect in their next workplace. And uh, uh, you become a talent magnet through consistently clarifying, communicating, and marketing those three key elements through various of examples and stories that catch the attention of top talents uh, when they do their research for, you know, about finding their new workplace. And your business needs uh, to, uh, at the same time, to develop, to maintain, as well as clarify, communicate, and market. And there is an actual formula, formula for this as well in Mark Miller's book. But the three key elements that make up a talent magnet company are that in, according to Mark Miller, a talent magnet company has better bosses, has uh, is able to provide a brighter future for an individual as a talent, and has a bigger vision that the talent can relate to, that empowers the talent, and that the talent believes in and wants to contribute towards. So three key elements, better bosses than in my last workplace, better bosses than in the other workplaces that I'm considering, uh, is able to clarify and give me a brighter future as a talent than these other options uh, and has a bigger and more empowering and more relatable vision than these other options. So when we talk about employer branding, I oftentimes uh, struggle to to get customers, for example, to remember that uh, none of us are working or operating in an isolation. So there's always other companies that we are being compared to. And it is very important, therefore, to be really specific and clear about, you know, what we want our ideal top talents to think about us and to be consistent in delivering those messages so that they won't forget, so that when they actually are in a situation that they are, you know, ready to think about a new place of work, that we would be top of their mind, and not just as a logo or as a company name, but in a way that they would be able to describe why, you know, we have better bosses, why we are able to provide them a brighter future, and why our vision is bigger than those of other companies. The study that Mark Miller conducted consisted of more than uh, 7,000 interviews made with people between the ages of 14 to 65, from all kinds of backgrounds, uh, with all kinds of uh, degrees, education, uh, or lack of, as well as working uh, part-time, full-time, hourly, temporary, etc. And, uh, you know, the more there's more details about the study in his book, but just to let you know that it was quite, you know, invasive study. And the study focused on solving this question, what attracts a top talent? And the study found out these three elements, the better boss, the brighter future, the bigger vision, that those three elements are the key differences between, you know, your top talent and between other talents. The other talents are not uh, emphasizing 
having a better boss, having a brighter future uh, as a result of working, choosing this place of work and, uh, you know, having that bigger vision. It's the top talents that were, you know, specifically emphasizing the need for these three key elements. So while there were common factors between top talents and all the other talents, these three things were found only as a key decision-making element by the top talents. So the you know the other talents did not mention them at all. They were they were not relevant to them. All talents are looking for obviously work safety, uh, a fair salary, fair treatment, open culture, transparency, positive working environment, atmosphere at work, values of a company that support this kind of positive impact in the world, and uh, compassionate treatment by other people's people at the workplace. And then the top talents, they want a better boss, brighter future, and bigger vision. When you meet these basic ex- uh, expectations that all talents expect and are ready to, you know, work uh, your way up to becoming a talent magnet, you need to start focusing and developing the following ele- elements. Sorry. So better boss, what does that mean? So a uh, better boss is really about your leadership culture. What are the uh, key components of your leadership culture and how do you develop them in order to meet the expectations of your top talents? You know, what is a better boss? In his book, Miller says that top talents expect, they're always looking for a better boss than what they had in their previous workplace. And uh, many, many studies over the years have found out that people often leave jobs because of poor management and poor leadership. So, you know, this finding that I want to look for a better boss that that I used to have seems logical. Well, Top Talent knows that they have, you know, that they themselves provide a better offering, if you like, than uh, your average talent. So they also... Um, know that they have the right to expect a better boss in return. So what I just mentioned about the digital talent being, you know, very sought after, but very limited in quantity on the market, you know, they are top talents and they possess skills and capabilities that not so many people have. So they know that because I have these skills that are not available everywhere, uh, that in return I can expect for, you know, certain things and I want a better boss. So uh, Top Talent wants to find out, they want to learn, they want to understand who exactly will be their manager and what is this person like? What are their values? What can this person promise to me as my potential next boss? So if you are very focused on your employee value propositions, you know, your employees are not that interested in what you know, an organization as a whole promises, because we all know that there's so many differences between, you know, actually who's able to deliver that value proposition. So even if we as organizations promise, you know, all kinds of fancy things, you know, can you guarantee that every single team leader in your organization will 100% commit to delivering that promise? No, you can't. So, that kind of makes that employee value proposition outdated. So 
giving the faces of these managers that are hiring and, you know, profiling them as people, as persons, you know, uh, as individuals. Uh, that is what the top talent wants to know. They want to know who is this person that I want to work with exactly the same way as you want to know in your selection process who exactly is this person that is looking to be hired by us. Another thing that a top talent is looking to find out is that how will this person, this manager, help me to become a better version of myself and build a career, you know, during my time in this organization that brings me advantages when I leave this organization one day. So that is the, uh, you know, the ability of that person to, to steer me into to the right direction that is going to be beneficial for me. Can I count on this person? Have others been able to count on this person before? Can I get along with this person? Or are we likely to clash? Are our personalities likely to clash? Is this person building a winning team or is this person more occupied using me and others to gain personal benefit for themselves? You know, these are questions that we can easily answer through content marketing. Easily. This is what the top talents want to know. Make sure you provide them with this kind of content. Then the element number two, brighter future. So I am a top talent, so obviously I expect my next career move service my personal career plan, whatever, you know, I want it to be like. So how will this company pave my way for my brighter future would be the question that you need to answer to. So how are you going to help uh, uh, your top talents to thrive, build skills, competencies, status, market value? How are you going to help them to balance their personal lives with the, you know, the life at work and so on? What do you promise? Is that promise meaningful? Is it relevant? Is it honest? Is it beneficial for the actual top talent or is it just beneficial for the company? If I compare this opportunity and the promises with those of other companies that I'm looking at, could I apply for and uh, and uh, uh, you know could I apply that promise to just any other company or is this clearly different? Is this clearly more appealing, more uh, valuable for me? How is this place of work able to make my life better? This is the core to the employer promise of the modern employer branding method that I developed. How is this place of work able to make my life better? And this matches perfectly with Miller's findings. Element number three, bigger vision. What is the vision of this company? What is the vision of your company? Is it appealing to the talents that you want to hire? Is it meaningful? Is it empowering? Is it something that you know, is in line with their values, but still something that they are able to actually understand and contribute to, or it's just something, you know, like a cloud far away. Sounds good, looks good, but just can't really touch it. How can I, as a top talent, see this vision in everyday life of, of this organization? Does it impact the decision-making somehow? Does it, does it impact my decision-making in my work? Does it impact my employee experiences? Does it impact customer experiences? Where can I see the vision, you know, in my everyday work? 
Can I impact it directly? And if, if so, how can I do that? And is the vision just a big talk or is it genuinely a way to lead this company and to operate as a member of this company? And do the people in this organization believe in the vision? Are they able to influence it? Are others empowered by it? Are they still empowered by it if they've been working in this company for a long time? So what this means in practice is that if you want to turn yourself uh, or your business into a talent magnet, these three elements are what you must focus on. And you must focus on developing them, maintaining them, communicating them, clarifying them, and marketing them. Because it's just not enough to develop and offer them, because the formula doesn't function without you know, the two or more particles. And just like a magnet requires a bigger surface to build, to pull those objects toward it, a talent magnet organization needs to amplify the better bosses, the you know brighter future, and the bigger vision. Need to amplify these internally, as in expect and require all your leaders and all your managers to. You know, to to deliver this, to be better bosses, to you know, provide a brighter future, to help your top talents to have a better uh, future because they work with you, and you have to amplify those employee experiences that come from these three key elements because they make up, you know, the the weakness stories, your recommendations uh, that you need for your future top talents to understand that whatever you communicate, it's actually the truth. And then you need to consistently clarify these elements to communicate the experiences and the market uh, in order to expand, the amplify the size of your audience uh, because you need more and more people to become aware of this and connect this with your business. In my words, the words within the context of the modern employer branding method, I... Um, you know, I'm talking about developing strategic company culture and ex- employee experiences and then storifying these into modern, eminent employee brand pulling uh, elements according to this method. And they go very well in line with Mark Miller's findings and the concept of talent magnet. What do you think about this? I'd love to connect and uh, talk about, continue the discussion on socials. Uh, So you can find me on socials. I'll put some links on the show notes article of this uh, podcast uh, episode, modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast 25. Please join me again next Wednesday for a new episode of Building a Modern Employer Brand. Moi moi!